Hey everyone, my name is Danae Mosley and welcome to Growing Up as a Young Parent. In this podcast, we are going to channel the life of a single mother who had who had her children at a young age and faced some challenges along her journey. And she found her true colors on how to be a good parent in her circumstances. This mother is someone I look up to. She is strong, independent, and her name is Carlisa Tucker. She is my wonderful mother. Hello. Question number one, how old were you when you had your first child and did you have any other children after your first child and how many years are they apart? Um, how old was I when I had my first, when your, your sister, um, well, I am currently, I'll give you a brief bio of who I am. Okay. Yes, I am Zanae Mosley's mom, but I also am 45. And I'm a mother of three. I have three kids. Oldest, 24. Her name is Brianna Burks. I have a son who is will be 22 on July the 8th. His name is Eric Burks. And then I have Mrs. Danae Mosley, who is 19. And basically, um, there are, I guess each one of them about maybe about two and a half. The first two are two and a half years apart. So everybody's about, about two and a half years apart. So, um, I have Brianna, she's 24 and I'm 45. So I had Brianna when I was 22, right? Did I do the math right? Good. That's good for on the spot. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was 22. Um, at that time I had, I was, um, in school. I had recently started school. Well, I wasn't in school. I actually, uh, when I got pregnant with Bri, I was in school. It's going to, um, Briggs and Stratton College. I was going for medical assistant. Um, but uh, after I had, after I found out I was pregnant, Brianna, I finished my semester at Briggs and Stratton. But shortly after that, I, um, after I had Brianna, which was in September, I enrolled in um, BBI, which is a business and banking school. So I knew at that time, even though I, I could have went back to school, I could have gone back to school, but I. You know, after having a child, you go into, I guess, motherhood mode and saying, hey, I have to find something quick so I can have a job that was stable to start raising my child. So I enrolled there and got a diploma in financial services. And after that was roughly about um, a nine month class. And after that, I started working at Norwest Bank, which is now called Wells Fargo Bank. Um, so looking at that, would you say that was a big challenge in your life that you had to face? Um, being pregnant, you know, it's always a surprise, but you know, I always will stay faithful and say, Hey, things happen for a reason. So yeah, yeah, it shifted, but I wasn't sad or anything like that. Um, I was taking precautions and then, um, and then those precautions failed as far as birth control or whatever like that. Um, but I knew, I, I didn't take it as it was a struggle or a challenge. I just knew it was a little challenging, but I knew that the type of person that I was at that time, that I knew I had to find something where I can have a career. And so I was blessed to have that opportunity to be able to go to school. And um, I knew I was not going to be on um, on state state money. I didn't want that headache. I felt that was a headache for me, you know, so I didn't want to go that route. 
Um, I did use the system as when I was pregnant because I couldn't work when I was I could work I worked as I when I was pregnant with her, but not as much. So I was going to school at that time. So when I was on AFDC or what they call now, what do they call it now? Think WIC. No, that's WIC is some different, honey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, WIC is for when you need to help you get milk and formula. Uh-huh. But um, we called it AFDC at the time. Well, people call it W-2 now. That's what it's called. So, um, I did utilize W-2 system when I was pregnant and going back to school. And so, yeah. Um, Moving on to question two. What things did you have to let go when you became a mother? Mm, Things you have to let go. Well, you don't have that freedom anymore when you're pregnant. So, a little sense of freedom to where I can go and choose and what I did... Being pregnant, it has you think about your next steps or when you're out doing certain things, whether it be, you know, going out with your friends or buying something. So, yeah, your mindset shifts. Not everybody's mindset sets shifts when they have a baby, but mine's did. So, yes, I had to make different decisions on things and when I purchased things and where my money went. So... Did you find it more of a challenge with being a with with being faced with being a single mother in the um in the world? Well, I I was single, and when you say single mom, you mean that you don't if you don't have a father in the work. So I at that time when I was pregnant, me and um um your sibling's father, we were in a relationship. We just were not living together, and so um. I didn't consider myself, you know, everybody put a single mom. Yes, I was single because I wasn't married. But I still had their father in their lives to help me with certain things and stuff like that. But we were not, you know, we were together. So, um, just, just on like financial, like on a financial standpoint, was it hard? Uh, yeah, you know, when you were younger, you know, you know it's hard because now you have to think about another person. So, but I did have family support and stuff like that. So it was not as hard as it could have been without having that family support. Because I had my mother and I had my my father. You know, they would help me. Your your mother and your grandmother and your grandfather was there to help. You know, as far as babysitting, you know, everything with stuff like that. It always would challenge. It's challenging because you know I went on and I had EJ, and so. I, now I have two kids. They were two and a half years apart. So I was further up in my career to where I was kind of stable. I had my own house. I had my own car. And I had a support system. So it wasn't, I don't feel like it was as difficult mm-hmm. because I had a support system. And that's the thing is when you, you know, having that support system. So, you know, you have your highs and your lows of different things and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. Um, what are some success, some successes you have with being a mother that you are, that makes you proud today? Well, um, you know, to be blessed to find stable employment and to be able to be, to have a career. I did go back and forth on school and I went to school a little bit, but I was not, the only thing, the only challenge that I can say or struggle was getting back into school by being, having my, having, being, having motherhood so early. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, like I said, I was blessed enough to be able to be put in positions to where I could mo- um, go um, increase 
my job experience and the scopes of my job to where the jobs that I had, which was a teller mm -hmm. at a bank. So I worked at the bank as a teller. And after I had you, I went back to school for CNA. And I worked as a CNA for two years because I said, in the banking career, I got to the point where I was going to be a personal banker. But by having three kids, my schedule was not as flexible as it would permit for a personal banker. Mm -hmm. So I worked in the capacity of a customer service rep too, which is a step under as a banker, until I could, until I could find out what my next move was going to be. So at that point, I decided to get back into the healthcare field because I knew the healthcare field would be lucrative enough to where I can make a I can make a strong foundation to continue to raise you guys and not to have to struggle. And so at that point, I decided to go and be a CNA. So I got training as a CNA. And from there, I worked as a CNA for two years. Mm. So then I knew, I say, I'm not going to be a CNA for the rest of my life because that is a very physical work. I was... I always made it a point because where I worked at was an extension of Wheaton Franciscan, which is St. Joseph Hospital. And I always would read the weekly newsletter from St. Joe's mm -hmm. just to see about different opportunities. I've always been that type of person looking for opportunity. And I came across, it came with my paycheck one day where I can get trained as a surgical tech. And I was like, and I knew someone who was a surgical assistant. So I said, hmm, let me apply for this job. I can do this. I'm like, you know, this is surgery. I know I can do it. It's in the medical field. I applied. And the funny thing about that was I was going to, I went out of town. Where did I go out of town to? I think I went to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I went out of town to Atlanta with my cousin. And, I, and, and so happened that the application had to be turned in on the day of me leaving. So I had my best friend, Maria, drop off my job application at St. Joseph's Human Resource Department. <laughs> and I got on a flight and went to Atlanta. Uh -uh. So, um, and then when I got back from Atlanta, I got a call for an interview. See what God does. So <laughs> I interviewed, I took my test, I passed, and I was able to get into the surgical tech program, which was a first time opportunity that two two hospitals, two different hospitals, Aurora and Wheaton Franciscan was collaborating to build a program for surgical tests because they had a need for mm -hmm. it. And it was paid for, it was $10 an hour, and that was a cut in pay. But sometimes you have to make sacrifices for the be to get the better, better. betterment of you, you know, to get the betterment of a situation. So at that time, I decided to move back in with my mother and my brother. And because my mom would watch you guys, and, and Brianna was in school too, but why I would, my grandmother, which is, my mother, which is your grandmother, would watch you guys while I went to school. So I went to work eight hours, went to school for eight hours a day, got paid $10 an hour. So who can go to school and get paid and <laughs> still be able to do something, you know, still be able to get paid and guarantee the job once you finish the class? And you could not miss one day. If you miss one day, you will get kicked out of the program. Uh -huh. And so, nine months, miss no days. And I was um, featured in a newspaper. Yep. So, um, I say faith. Faith 
It's a big success. Yeah. Um, last question, but surely not least. Yeah. Um, I'm long-winded. <laughs> what would you tell somebody that was in your situation that had a kid, had their first kid at the age of 22? What advice would you give them? Ooh. I would say um, I give all what has happened in my life and the blessings I have to God. Um, being faithful. Believe it in yourself, too. Believe in yourself and um, and listen. Listen to that inner voice because we all walk through life and we say what I want to do. This is what I want to do. I want to do this and this is me, 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 me. And it's not, I tell people, it's not all about me. All about you. You have to have a balance. You know, we know, yes, I'm out here. I'm grinding and stuff like this to, you know, to be the, you know, be the better person, but... I say being humble, being, you know, being deep in prayer and to listen to that inner voice and within you. And, and it is all, it's not about what you need, not what you want is what your needs are. And always sit back and think about in perspective and look at what you got. And, and I would say not what you got, but look at your situation and I always write down what 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 did I do today what did I how did I help someone how do I how did I make someone feel good about a situation and when I wake up I always wake up and I lay in silence and I look at my situation and look at how, on the flip side, what it could be. Mm-hmm. And be blessed for what I have in this moment. Because nothing is all, nothing is given to you. And nothing is promised to you. But if you live your life in a day of like, hey, just, I got to count my blessings. And where I'm at and what, and what, and what is, what is around me. Because you, you could be in a better, better situation. And so, um, that's what I say. And what I would give advice to people, it would be always stay faithful. No matter what, who your higher person is, your God, if you meditate or whatever, always put in perspective what you have and what you don't have, and what you could, what, and, and what how how your situation can be worse than what it is. And don't look at what somebody else got, mm-hmm. because everybody's situation is not what it seems. Is you looking at the outside, but nobody knows. Always make sure your insides are good. You know. Well, I would like to say thank you, cause for opening it up, cause it's something new to me that I really didn't, ever, I never heard. But um, I would say thank you, and I look at it as something I can look up on to. Not saying I'm gonna have a kid when I'm young, but just something I can reflect on because you still can use the same things that you had to deal with, even if you're older or not. Right. And I always tell people, I always tell young young um, people, get to learn to enjoy yourself. Get to know yourself because when you have kids sometimes, you don't get a chance to know yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm 45 years old and I'm at a point in my life where now I could focus on me because I've always put my kids before me. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things you can say is maybe a downfall. It's not really a downfall, but you lose yourself. 
because you lose yourself because you're pouring you now you have to pour yourself into another individual right and you have to show them and give them love so you always got to make sure you love you got to make sure you love yourself because if you don't love yourself it's hard to pour love into someone else yeah well thank you again for (laughs) thank you again for coming on and helping me with my podcast and this is a life of growing up as a, a young parent so thank you